All right, guys, welcome to our first fantasy football podcast. We've got Ryan Naughton, Josh Kerr, Matthew Samuelson, and potentially Ross Davis. If he ever shows up, I bet he pulls a Le'Veon Bell and does not, but only time will tell. Let's dive right in. Let's go, guys. Great to me. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's start with some scores then. Um, let's start with this like an absolutely irrelevant game that I could not care less about. Um, Matt Davis versus Jake Kerr, like eighty, like proving that Matt Davis, his team, like for some reason in the middle of the week or middle of the uh, the season, like came alive and then has just completely fallen off. It was that Sony Michelle trade, which honestly. I have to go back and look at like the exact deal. That was a great deal for Matt, and it got him a couple. It wins, was, but Sonny Michelle gets hurt, Golden Tate gets traded, and all of a sudden Matt's team just looks like a flaming dumpster fire on its way to the Sacre Bowl. I mean, it well, has I to mean, be on its way there. Yeah, he's he's not making to the playoffs. He's like two games out from like the last person like in contention right now. Sony Michael does come back this week though. Yes, so, yep. I mean. It, hopefully that'll breathe some life into his team, but I don't see him making the playoffs in any scenario. Yeah, absolutely. And Golden Tate should start getting some starts this week, shouldn't he? Yeah, because I mean, he he ran a few plays this last week, but like nothing serious. The big thing about Golden Tate was that in Detroit he got twenty eight percent of the target share, and like at Philly, like he's a great player, but he's not going to get the same volume, and like that's where his value goes. So. I don't really think Golden Tate's going to be too valuable for him moving forward. And this next week is probably going to be starting someone like John Brown or Demarius Thomas, like he was on by. Golden Tate's like probably mm-hmm. fantasy irrelevant at this point, which sucks for Matt because he was actually like one of his better players. Absolutely. John Brown, though, sneaky start most weeks. John Brown, yeah. like, I think, did Matt get him off waivers? Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, there's no way that um, he got him. Let me check. I'm looking right now. He, no, he drafted him. Wow. Great draft pick. Like, guy has some fire weeks, but he also has some misses. He is, like, the definition of good or bad based on if he gets a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, for and how, it's more for how late he got him, not bad at all. It's more based off the team because with the Baltimore Ravens, it's you're either going to have a really good week or you're really going to have a really bad week. Kind of like what Matt had this week. Like, literally everyone other than Russell Wilson had an awful game. Like, Kareem Hunt, 10.6. Michael, 3.1. Golden Tate, 2.9. Marvin Jones, 7. Jimmy Graham, 1.9. T.Y. Hilton, 9.2. I mean, nothing there is screaming good. Yes, yes, but Green Bay's D, 15 points. That's screaming pretty decent. It is pretty decent, but as but who gives the, a fuck? the overall team. Pretty just, much. Yeah. All right, right on. So let's uh let's talk a little Jake. So I actually play Jake's this team this coming week, which I'm not looking forward to. Um, Mahomes off week, honestly, 20 points. Uh, Gordon, I honestly never thought Melvin Gordon would be relevant again, but he's having a career year. Mixon, fuck Cincinnati. I don't know. Jake's team's looking pretty strong. Not surprised he just torn him at. Yeah. yeah. Jake, no surprise there. So the thing about Jake's team is that it was just what like. I think it was like week three or four. He had literally one player play on his bench. Like he had a lot of injuries. He had the Elshon Jeffrey suspension earlier mm-hmm. in the year, and now that like his team is actually like healthy, and he made a couple of nice moves along the way. Like 
I don't think anyone wants to face Jake's team in the playoffs. Absolutely not. Yeah. All right. And 150 points, that's a pretty fat burger to drop on Matt. It was, yeah, I just feel felt bad for Matt. He had already been penetrated, and now he's just getting, you know, toyed with. Yeah, also not to mention the fact that Nick Chubb went off for 34 on Jake's bench. Yeah. Yeah, Jake's team's looking scary. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been scary all year. All right, let's move on to, I guess, Ryan Smith, Tyler Colon. I mean, we all know Tyler's team is just looking good. Mitch Trubisky was a great start there. Gurley, Kevin, great job not drafting him. Um, I mean, he's looking good. The only person, you know, I really don't like on his team is Landry, who he keeps trying to deal to me. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, he's trying to get rid of Jarvis Landry. Like, you're trying to get rid of the fat chick at the bar. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and then we got, you know, the all-famous defeated team. Do we even want to comment on how shitty he is? Yeah, or do you just I want to save an embarrassment? I mean, it was a new low this week. He reached 56, a new level. Yeah, fifty-six points, pretty fucking He's, terrible, and a half PPR. Anybody that starts paying Barber, you know, is a shitty team. I mean, anyone that trade like the thing about Smith was that that trade he made to get rid of um, DeAndre OBJ? Hopkins. He, well, the OBJ one wasn't as bad as the one he got rid of DeAndre Hopkins to Kevin for two players he grabbed off the waiver wire. That yeah, they, that was a pretty. What bad are you trade. doing? Yeah. Get the players from the waiver wire. Like you've had the, you've had the number one waiver spot for the entire season. Yeah, but you know, why waste good waiver wire pickups when you can trade for them? Well, I think he's trying to yeah, tank, true. get some of those draft lottery for next year. So, yeah, we if if like Smith goes zero and thirteen, like do we like not give him last pick of the draft? Do we, oh, do we throw man. him throw him a bone anyway? I don't think so. No, he did it. To I'm almost himself. tempted to not give him a first round pick. <laughs> I think that's more appropriate. I think that should be something in the league. If you lose every game that year, you lose your first round pick. But you know, for some reason, I feel like not going to get the sacko. No, yeah, no, I it, think it can't. Like he can't get the sacko and go like oh and sixteen or whatever. Like he's going to win again. Exactly. Like, that just doesn't compute. All right. Uh, moving on. You guys want to do – let's talk about, I think, my favorite of the week, which was uh, Ross and Cubby. Ah, um, uh, yes. I, I really <laughs> I really enjoyed this one just because Ross thinks he's a shoe-in for the playoffs, and I don't think I, – I, I think he's going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. Um, just because I think he's got Jake's team strongly surging behind him. And I don't think my team's that bad. Yeah. Like, also, your team's been consistent. And Ross, I'll give Ross this. Like, he did have an off week. But, like, mm-hmm. when he goes in the group name and says, like, if I didn't score zero points for my defense or kicker, I would have beaten you for sure. Like, my defense had minus seven. First yeah. off. And second off, you got a 30, you get 34 points from David Johnson. Like, when has he done that any other week in the season? Um, Never. No. That's done. He's he, he had his best week. week. He went for 20.1 in week five. That was his second best week against San Fran. David Johnson went nuts against the Chiefs, and it wasn't enough for the Cardinals or Ross. Not so, only that, I want to rip on him because he traded me for luck this week, giving me A.J. Green, and didn't start him. Yeah, like, and you got A.J. Green. Yeah, it, but, like, why Why start Phillip Rivers, who you have no faith in? And who's playing – by the way, Oakland, I get Oakland, but, like, he's just not a consistent guy. Like, nobody shows up to a single game in California. Why do you think a quarterback's going to perform in that? 
Okay. Yeah, so... I mean, both both of those teams are like probably moving in the next year because, I mean, Oakland's going to Las Vegas and LA can't support two teams. Well, no. I mean, Las the San Diego. I was watching that game. San Diego couldn't get the ball. Like it's not just their uh, offense that was having issues. It was just kind of the overall team. Like they were doing three and outs, and I can't. You can't totally blame Philip Rivers. But you also can't blame Ross for saying that he's going to make it to the playoffs when he's totally not going to make it to the playoffs. I, I mean, I'm, Ross is five and five. Um, out of like all the teams left, I think that Ross still has a chance of sneaking in because, like, when you look at the standings, and we can get into this like when we head on those matchups, but yeah. Drew's not the strongest team at six and four. No. Um, <laughs> and we got three teams at five and five, like. Out of those four teams, I think two of them are going to miss because Tyler and I are pretty safe to set seven and three. Mm-hmm. Kevin's team is putting up so many points. Kevin's team's okay, but yeah. Drew could fall out. Yeah, Drew. Drew could of all the six and four teams. I mean, you got to think Drew's the one that has a chance to fall out here. Mm-hmm. It's we'll get into that later as I play Drew this week. So after yep. this week's results, we'll. It's basically if my team shows up or if they go back into early retirement. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's let's finish up talking about Cubby's team real quick. Um, <clears throat> Kamara, honestly, a down week at twenty four. It's great. I'm gonna say that, um, which is great. Uh, Mike Evans, you, Fitzmagic had an off week. Honestly, I think you're gonna see a lot more production out of him. Cooper Cup being injured, or no, no, sorry, not Cup's yeah, Cup's done the year, right? Yeah. Torn ACL. It's okay though, because uh, that so, definitely hurts you. Corey Davis it, had twenty two points on my bench. He's been incredibly inconsistent all year. Mm-hmm. About but to say that. Corey Davis has. That's because Tennessee's on the Corey Davis is the third most like targets or volume, so like a percentage of like passes targeted his way out of any receiver in the NFL. And he's talented. Like he's a, okay. I think he's a sophomore or rookie. Um, he's talented. He's having some good games, and also Amari Cooper's an option. So I'm not totally done with Cooper Cup because I also have Delvin Cook. Um, as a flex option. Who's about and to serve. Also, uh, maybe not it. next week against the Bears, because go Bears. But, yeah. Go but Bears. We'll see. Also, with your team, is you just got Fournette back also. So, you're having – your team's about to go back to full strength. So, yeah. Definitely... Fournette touching the ball 30 times in a game yeah. is just the way I want to dump a big fat L on Ross <laughs> when everyone was questioning Fournette this week. Yep. Absolutely love it. All right, moving on. Naughton, let's let's uh, let's yeah. recap here real quick. Strong showing out of uh, New Orleans for you, giving you a, a nice yep. good start there. KC also doing the job for you. Did you have literally four NFL teams out of like however twelve players you have starting? Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. But, but the one that needed to do the best, who I thought was going to do the best, no showed last night. So that kind of kind of hurt mm-hmm. me i mean looking at looking at like your yeah, team but... i mean you got a little bit unlucky because it looks like there are like a couple different combinations of lineups you could have went with that like would have gotten you the w like if yeah, you started no, uh, there's a lot if you started crowell or or, or a galladay instead of crowell which yeah um mm-hmm. or thrown in obviously eric ebron being on the bench yes. sucks what 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 is your reasoning for having yep. both Jack Doyle and Eric Ebron? I had both of them on my team. I picked up both from the waiver wire. Um, 
I knew going into that week, a couple of weeks ago, I saw Andrew Luck throwing the ball around to a whole bunch of different tight ends. So I knew they were going to be split. So I thought, hey, why not? And they're both very – well, Eric Ebron, at least, has been reliable. So me not starting him this week, I have no idea what I was thinking. I was thinking probably – and this is what they said also on, like, ESPN and stuff. His um, – what's it? His – how many downs he was – or how many plays he played this week was way down. He played, like, 20% of the entire game. It's just he had a huge week. So honestly – he got that on like four receptions, didn't he? he had, he no, he had, had four targets. Three this receptions week. for three four receptions. targets. This was a fluke. This was nothing more than a fluke. This, Absolutely. Jack Doyle is going to be there to stay. So it's I can't blame myself for not for starting Doyle, who played a good eighty percent of the carries, compared to uh, Ebron, who played like twenty. So. Mm-hmm. And on the, the flip side of that, Kevin had a pretty good week. Um, just looking at his team, the only like real downside I see is Cohen, but Aaron Jones is on his bench. Like that guy, he's going to take yeah, off the rest of the is, season. And, uh, um, <laughs> I'm the one who gave him that. And I have, that's probably the one trade I've regretted this entire year. Yeah. Cause Aaron Jones is, he's been uncuffed. He's the soul. He's a bell cow. They're just projecting him to just go through the roof, especially since Rogers not looking super healthy. And honestly, they don't have a receiving court right now. So, I'm um, I'm looking at the league here, um, and I mean for like for the playoffs, you got to think that Matt and Smith and Tyler and myself are locked, right? Seven and three, oh yeah. nine, three or oh ten, three seven. Like those are pretty safe locks. What are the other two teams you have in the Sacramento Bowl, Bowl and the other teams in the playoffs? Do you want to? Wait, let's finish the <laughs> recaps, man. Oh, the we recaps? got the oh, best I mean, game. I Fuck you. I mean, counting Ross is just too easy. We'll, t- we'll talk that after the next game. Yeah, that's true. Best game. Last last recap. I absolutely shit-kicked Drew. It was awesome. My team's not going to produce like that, even though uh, it's my second time picking up over 150 this year. Uh, I was a it has been. I was just a little upset because 158 is the highest distance scored in the league this year, and I finished at 157.4. So I didn't get that. But um, the good, the really good news about this, besides my team looking solid, and honestly, I think having a few solid uh, guys on my bench is I made up uh, a bunch of points, like sixty, almost 60 points on Ross this week. So um, even though we're split uh, – I, I feel good knowing that his team looks just not great and, and my team hopefully over the next four weeks or three weeks can put up some points and, and I can eclipse that 40 points and, and edge him out yeah, just on a sure. point value basis. Um, and like I said, I, I think that like that last playoff spot, like that tiebreaker between you and Ross is going to be huge. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it'll be a benefit. Uh, the only other thing is I have to beat Jake this week. Otherwise he's, he's going to have, uh, the tiebreaker. Yeah. I mean. And then Drew's team, I think we already touched on a little bit. Just yeah, we'll just weak. we'll get into that when we go into the uh, what we're going to go into, I think, right now, I believe. So, Cubby, what were you talking about? So, I was digging around in the league. And if you go into the transaction logs, um, you can actually see all transactions, even decline trades. So, okay. I'm thinking, you know, we might be able to put together 
some of the worst trade offers uh, given in the league for the past. Wait, week. is this on mobile or is this on? No, this computer? is on desktop because I'm, okay. I'm sitting at my computer. But okay, I, I'm looking. I was just able to see decline trades for. Uh, maybe it was only me, uh, but there's some bad ones. <laughs> yeah, love it. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna let you comb through that because let's. I want to spend some actual time on that. Let's try yeah, to focus absolutely. on that next week, maybe. Um. All right. So before you asked a good question, so we got you. We figure we got four lock spots. And then we have essentially Six. what? Oh, yeah. Four, Four open, open spots, spots for the playoffs. Too. Yep. And then two missing. So on the bubble, we got um, Naughton, myself, Drew, Kevin, and Jake, and Ross. Kevin, Kevin, Jake, Ross. Okay. Wow. So a lot of implications over the next few weeks. I actually play Kevin and Jake the next uh, three weeks. And so that's going to play into it. Um, what do you guys think? Who's falling in? Who's falling out? I mean, I think the first thing that I notice right away next week, some of these matchups are big time. First off, you got Ross going against uh, the league's come guzzler and Ryan Smith. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's like, does Ryan, does Ryan Smith even have a chance? I'm looking at his lineup right now and I'm not a projections bitch, bitch by any means, no. but he's projected 72 points. Yeah, I saw That's that. pathetic. Like, so even if he doubles that, he's probably I mean, not winning. Or he might win, but he's not no, beating I, the rest of the league. Smith Smith is just a dumpster fire. Um, he looks worse than the Bills. Uh, I, I think some of the matchups coming up, too, are pretty notable. Because uh, you play Kevin next week, Josh, which is big. Uh, we also have Jake. With a, mm-hmm. Jake has got, got a hell of a schedule here. He plays Tyler next week. This week he plays you, which could honestly be huge. I believe the second time mm-hmm. you guys point each other, right? Yeah, and yeah, that's our second like, time. Who, did you win with, uh, the first time? No, he got me. Okay, I, I played so like shit. I mean, if Jake wins that, mm-hmm. he owns the tiebreaker over you, which could be really valuable. And then week thirteen, Jake plays Kevin. Yep. Uh, you play Matt Davis, which is great for you. But then Ross plays me again. Um, I've already huge got some pretty sick memes ready for that week when Ross matches up against me. <laughs> Uh, we got to prepare in advance, but yeah, a lot, a lot of these matchups. That. I mean, we got Drew playing Tyler. Like, there are definitely some stronger teams in the league with the points scored over the season, and I feel like there's a bit of a split. With um, I feel like everyone has a pretty tough schedule rolling into the playoffs here. Absolutely. So, with I guess uh, Jake having a tough schedule, do you think he potentially falls out of the playoff contention pool because? Even if he beats me, I, I think Jake's going maybe two for three or one for three. Like, I don't think he's beating Tyler's team. That's looking good. And unless Kevin decides to just be, like, the nicest person ever, I don't think he's going to beat Kevin's team, even though I Jake's mean, team has been The thing about Jake's team points. is that the last four weeks, his lowest score has been 110, and the rest of them have been over 120. Like, now that his roster's back, his team is pretty scary and one of the hotter teams in the league. He does have a pretty tough schedule, and he plays mm-hmm. you, and you've been honestly one of the hotter teams in the league as well. So it's going to be really interesting mm-hmm. to see. That matchup's pretty big. Um, I also like want to note Tyler and I are going to play each other for uh, first place in the league this week, so that's pretty exciting too. Uh, could have a lot of implications in terms of the playoff buy. 
Uh, and we haven't played each other yet this year. So whoever wins that, I was a tiebreaker. So that's huge, but also irrelevant because you're both going to have first round buys I mean, at that point. We'll, we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see. One of you might not. Ross and those teams aren't bad because Naughton just went for like 120 after uh, going into retirement the past two weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So then Ross's team, what's his schedule? So Ross Peter, plays Peter Smith, uh, followed up by Drew, and then me. So honestly, that that's the weakest schedule out of you guys. Um, I think that's the big really thing weak for schedule. Ross is going to be, like, wh- what's Marlon Mack going to do? Like, he's had a couple monster weeks, and now, like, comes out, like, he's battling mm-hmm. a foot injury. Like, he had 12 carries for 29 yards this past week and two receptions for nine yards against the Jags defense, which has not been great in a game that was, like, Pretty well, slow. Terrible run defense. Was he injured during that game? No, but he's questionable going into it. Uh, okay. He's like had foot and ankle injuries. But okay. the thing was, like the week before, his ankle was bothering him, and he went off for like a thirty bomb. I was gonna say, um, any game that he's played the entire game or been healthy, he's put up a, an incredible number of points. Yeah, but so... he also has a pretty small sample size. I think it's also worth noting that um, Ross. Honestly, one of the reasons why Ross is five and five is because Tevin Coleman's been a great value pick. With Devontae Freeman going down, as I'm sure you know, Josh. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I know all about it. I can't yeah. quite let so, him go. Coleman is actually starting to fall off in value because Edo Smith's been having such a great uh, run of things. And honestly, Edo Smith's a great third down back and pretty talented over there for the Falcons. So Coleman just threw up seven points mm-hmm. last week. Um, and Edo Smith's starting to get some more carries. Uh, so that's kind of scary for Ross. But then he's got, like, David Johnson coming back, and he still has got uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones. So, we'll see. I think Ross might have some flex issues because he just traded away um, his number one flex option of Deion Lewis for Le'Veon Bell, and which had to be the worst deal of the season. Yeah, not smart knowing that he's like, like, what no, do you think? sure not coming back. He's one hundred percent not coming back. He didn't show up today. Um, yeah, like we knew that when the trade. Um, well, I mean, like when obviously. you traded him, though. Ross so. is going to have some flex issues, which, yeah, honestly, looking at the other, but he does have an easy schedule there. Easy schedule, but like looking at the other lineups, the only other roster that might have some flex issues is probably Drew. And when it comes to like player rankings, like individual fantasy football player rankings, Drew is got to be like the Brett Favre. Like it's just boomer bust. Like all he does is throw hail Mary, mm-hmm. hail marys with like who he's starting each week. Hey, sometimes it pays off. It paid off it the did. first half of the season. Um, I also think that Drew having Carrion Johnson is going to be great. Carrion uh, Johnson's a really, really good rookie back who's starting to finally like see more volume as the coaches realize it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Perfect. Cubby, um, the six teams that are in the playoffs and the four teams, uh, name them. Okay, so I'm going to go. I'm going to look at the standings and go in order. All right. Tyler, number one. Myself at the number two seed. Uh, Kevin, number three. I don't know tiebreaker scenarios, so tiebreakers like to get funkier, but I think Kevin's going to be number three. Um, and then it gets tough. I'm going to go Josh, Jake, and Ross roll into the playoffs. And I'm going to have Drew and you missing, Mr. Naughton. Okay. The two six and fours. Wow. 
Yeah. What about Josh? Cool. What about you? Josh is in. So if I had to go, I would go very. I'm going to go the same as Covey just to save a little time for everybody. Um, then I think probably going to go Naughton, Kevin. Then I think Jake and me sneak Actually, in. I really I, think Ross is going to miss out. Gonna, like, I'm going to stick to my prediction and make it kind of like kind of interesting. But I think Ross has a decent chance to whiff. Like, of all the luck he's had with sneaking into the playoffs the past few years, you got to think it's going to die out. He's like going to drop a game to like Smith or something. Well, has Ross ever had a really mm-hmm. dominant team in any of the years that he's played? No, no, he's al- he's always snuck. No, absolutely yeah. not. Last year, because like I did all the tiebreaker scenarios, I literally had like one scenario where I didn't get in, and it happened, and Ross got in instead of me. It was brutal. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. That's great. Love to hear. So, all right, non tell us tell us your okay, story. Who so do you think's making it in? Order. Tyler, then honestly, I'm going to put me, then I think it's going to be Cubby, then I think it's going to be Kevin, then I think it's honestly going to be Jake and then Josh, and then I think Ross and Drew miss the playoffs. So you and Josh are pretty synonymous in who misses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ross could, here's the thing, Ross could very easily prove us all wrong. Just because his strength of schedule is just and I mean, you, so you could say easy. the same about Drew. He could prove us all wrong and make the playoffs, but it just it doesn't look that way for either teams. So not at all. I think Matt Davis not actually. At all. Uh, oh no, Matt Matt plays Smith. Crap. Who does who does Ross play week twelve? Ross plays Drew week twelve, and that honestly, like, I think one of them is going to have big. to make the playoffs because someone's going to get a win in there. Well, like the big question is, do we have a seven-win team miss the playoffs in our league? I don't think so either. I don't think so. Well, one of those teams is probably going to get the seven wins. Well, I don't think someone's missing the playoffs. I think one out of those six teams, excluding probably Tyler, is going to fall off. I think they're going. Someone's going to go zero for three out of these next three games. I don't think. I think someone you're going to. See crystal clear who doesn't make it after these couple games. This at least the next two. I think Drew can beat um, Ross in Week Twelve because I'm looking at the matchups here, and let's see. Zach Hurts plays the Giants. Deion Lewis plays Houston. Um, he has Sammy Watkins on bye that week, which sucks. But yeah, which Humphreys is going up me. against San Fran. He can start Humphreys there. Um, Antonio Brown's going up against the Broncos, which doesn't have a great the Broncos defense. Actually, not being good this year. Carrion Johnson goes up against Chicago, but he just put up 22 points against them, and they're going to be at home in that game. And then Ross has um, <laughs> oh, the Falcons against New Orleans, which that's big for Ross. But DeAndre Hopkins goes up against the Titans, who have a really good defense. Um, also, Drew has Cam Newton, so whatever Ross gets from Greg Olson, Drew's going to get two. Um, Ross doesn't have a lot of good options on his bench that week. Yeah, we'll see. I, I hate Ross's bench, man. Like, Cortland Sutton is the only option he has on there. And then Josh Gordon. He just he traded trade a lot, a lot of away. away but like, then he just – like, throwing away Deion Lewis was <laughs> – 
It's just such a toss. It's, it's such a bad move. Yeah, but Deion Lewis really hadn't done anything. Like, you can't trust Tennessee running backs. That's what yeah. I've always learned. So he hasn't done anything. But like, he's also – Tennessee's joining Cincinnati team. Tennessee's a good football team, actually. Like, they got a really gritty defense, and I think Derrick Henry might see a couple more touches in the cold weather, but they're trending up as a team. Mm. 